Hey, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And welcome to Not So Super. So we took a little bit of a hiatus after our first episode. Mm. Uh, Sarah Jane did a cross-country trip. To California and from California back <laughs> to the East Coast. That's fun. I've done that. Yes, but only one way. No, I did it both. Wait, you drove back? Yes. Oh, by yourself or? With my brother. He drove with me. It is not one man driving. It's something that I think, honestly, if you everyone, ever get the chance, yeah, yeah you should do. Everyone we met was usually, like, friendly. Mm -hmm. And when I would say, oh, I'm traveling across country, 99.999% of every person I said that to was like, damn, I wish I could do that. Yes! And my response, 99.999% of the time was, quit your job, do it tomorrow. <laughs> this is this what you're <laughs> advocating, okay? <laughs> Just do it. What's stopping you? Yeah. They're like, oh, my job, my, my family. My mortgage. My mo who pays a mortgage? <laughs> who pays a no mortgage? one pays a mortgage. And I was like, yeah, forget it. Just... Dude, I was like, whatever. Someone will figure it out yeah. for you. Just go on this trip and and do it. Um, but yeah, I think everyone should do it. If not the full East Coast to West Coast. Yeah. Maybe, well, the middle of America is kind of desolate. Okay, so there's parts of the country when they talk about, like, God's country. It's just sprawling fields and, you know, That's why right, only grass. God lives here. <laughs> yes. He's the only one that will survive. Oh. Just as far as the eye can see. I feel like it is something that I'm not going to stop there, but it's nice to drive through. Well, yeah. no, there are nice places, but a lot of it, depending on which highway you take. Yeah. Like there's one highway called the loneliest road in America. That sounds scary. Or, yeah, like what happens? <laughs> nah. No. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> exactly. Because no one will find your body. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was a three week-ish trip. One week to go there, one week in California, and then one week-ish to come back. You took the leisurely route. I traveled with a dog, yeah. so <laughs> that also was an additional factor. Uh, but yams did really well, yes. except for barking at everyone at the gas station. And Yams is here with us today because we couldn't leave her outside because she, she wouldn't bark at us. <laughs> exactly. And that's not good audio. So she's enjoying it. She's part of our session today. Very calm. Because this is all she wants to do. She just, just wants to be where you are, Aww. laying down, being petted. That's the life. Yeah, she's living the. She's yeah, but it also took like five minutes to get her in here. I guess that's true. <laughs> she's like, this is weird. I what? want no parts I know. of this. She's like, why aren't I getting a bath? And why is it so dark in here? <laughs> exactly. Because we are in the bathroom again. In the dark with the candle. This might have to be a requirement every time we record. But it is the quietest. <laughs> room i have it's not i mean not everyone can build one of those closet audio i don't have a closet that's also <laughs> a thing I, there is no closet in this house so the bathroom is a closet yeah and they always say the bathroom has the best acoustics so there you go, <laughs> there you I guess go. You're doing something right exactly oh my god is that your i look I... over <laughs> and her um bit is like seven paragraphs long she has gone again introduction body conclusion this is how my mind works <laughs> i can't 
like we're back in school. Well, and you came here with your piece of paper. I'm just saying, like the same way we're doing it in the bathroom with the candle, I figure I'm just gonna stick to my piece of paper. Though the goal is to actually get a notebook for the next one, so. It's actually written normally. Like yes, left to right. it is. I wrote it and I was like, listen, try not to, <laughs> to write it in every which direction so you can actually have flow for this. Mm -hmm. I am excited to see how it goes. It's definitely, it's still shorter than yours. I'm just gonna have to read slower. That's what I've decided. With no accent. <laughs> Don't do an accent. No accent. We will not be doing accents. Oh, like my southern accent that you love so much. Do you so want much. that on record? <laughs> think about it. <laughs> no accent. I think my southern accent is <laughs> it's great. Uh, I know you do not like it, which is why it brings me so much amusement. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? Uh, again, since yours is so long and i have to go first you have to go first we we started we started a routine it's a tradition now why don't we alternate i will go first this time the character i chose from you know the 1940s which is the decade that we decided to yes. do our second episode from mm -hmm. Her name is Futura. One source says that it was written by John Douglas. Another source said that it was Chester Martin. So I'm just going to give them both credit. Maybe one is an artist, one is a writer. Yeah. Or Maybe. some of these characters have been passed on. Yeah. I'm just going to cover all bases here. Her first appearance was in Planet Comics number 43 in 1946. She ends up appearing in 29 issues. The character, you know, she comes from the 40s, comes out of that age of sci-fi serials where it's yes. not quite mm -hmm. her, uh, her own comic, more mm -hmm. so... Uh, like a subset. Yeah, exactly. And this one is very much like Flash Gordon, but mm -hmm. more in line with um, what I was thinking of in my mind as I was reading about it, which is like The Pairs of Pauline, like a movie serial. And I've never actually seen that movie serial. I, I only saw like the Betty Hutton movie, which was based on this character. Mm -hmm. But it's basically this damsel in distress and she's led to like, she's tied to a train. Like that idea oh, of movies yeah, where yeah. she's like, she gets tied to the train and mm -hmm. there's the bad guy with the mustache and like, mm -hmm. It's rubbing his hands, blah, blah, blah. The character's real name is Marsha Reynolds. She's an average everyday secretary living an average life in Titan City, Earth. They don't give like a specific state or whatnot. When the brain lords of oh. Simradia stalk and kidnap her to conduct human experiments on her. Um, How dare they? I know. She becomes... Specimen number nine. Oh, yes, exactly. She lost her name. She becomes specimen number nine of Project Survival. She's undergoing all of these probes, test experiments, and the Simradian named Mentor figures out that essentially she's going to be a handful because though she's super average, she's a born Dang. leader <laughs> with great courage. Basically, she leads a revolt with the other test subjects. She's a badass fighter. FYI, and escapes their soon-to-be-destroyed planet, then her life isn't sunshine and rainbows after because now she must basically fight space pirates. 
Oh. So, so in the rest of the series, she's just like in space, running away from other aliens. Her powers are she's a good athlete. She speaks trans cosmos. What is that? Yeah. Listen, I have no clue. Did you find an example of what trans, <laughs> trans cosmos is? I thought of like, I guess it's the 1970s when there was this language, and I don't even remember the name of what it's called. But 1940s. I mean, real life in the 1970s, uh-huh. they came, they try to make like a universal language so everyone could speak this one language. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It never caught on, but I remember either hearing about it or reading about it. But I guess that's the idea. It's like a space version of that universal language. That everyone in, in yeah, space can, in, yeah, exactly, can mm-hmm. speak and so they can all communicate. Oh, it would have been great to have seen like a hodgepodge of letters. Yeah. <laughs> Of what they're trying to say and having to read that and be like what what is this this? (laughs) and then um she's also like a savage fighter so that's how she's able to lead the revolt i will say the thing that i noticed too is like you get this in like those 1940s like early 50s kind of comics this interest in space space yes Mm -hmm. yep and aliens yeah. and mm-hmm. you know cosmic travel mm-hmm. and it's it's just really interesting because again it goes from comic books to again like serials like mm-hmm. flash gordon mm-hmm. like you have those who are all going on at the same time so everyone is just fascinated with yeah. it it's so interesting and so but it's just such a moment though space fearing mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. and it made me think if this was around the time that marvin the martian mm-hmm. comes out because i wouldn't be surprised yeah because all these publishers are trying to have their best space adventure yeah their best space cowboy exactly especially if it's something that readers are gravitating towards i can just imagine like little kids just clamoring to get these these comics about mm-hmm. like going to space yeah aliens and like the thing about futura is they make it very clear that she's a very average specimen yo that's messed up (laughs) marsha 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 basic 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 yes but the thing about her is like they tell you like her character was you know simple average everyday earthling who's living a very average life and then these aliens stalk and kidnap her to take her to experiment on. I don't know if this is going to, it's probably going to be a theme, definitely going to be a theme, but she's very, there's very little clothing on her. You am, (laughs) you gravitate towards characters who are like 90% naked. Listen, the best part is the next character, my actually my 1950s character, she's not naked so i think that's wow yeah very important yes i was very happy to find a character that they specifically did not draw her naked but i don't know if it's if it's me or if it's just the way that you know female characters were represented back then both i'm sure (laughs) it's definitely the way that they were portrayed being the damsel exactly she is stalked and kidnapped and by then, aliens by aliens yeah but she's i mean she's pretty wearing i was like where is she going in that it was it was essentially a bikini that she was wearing the aliens were like why <laughs> is this thing naked exactly we must investigate Lit- yes we must, we must figure it out so yes that is my submission uh futura 
Futura. AKA Marsha Reynolds, but she doesn't go by that after she's kidnapped, you know? She's a, basically a resistance fighter. So I feel like it's a solid, solid submission there. Mm -hmm. So do it's you, all you. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what questions? Questions, Do you go know ahead. how she got the new name? Did the aliens? The, the aliens named her that. So they take her, they kidnapped her. She's uh, subject number nine. And when she's in space, I guess, you know, that name gets... I wonder what That's the other ones are named. I have no clue. Damn, number nine. So right? there's eight more. At least there's eight other wow. um, subjects that were kidnapped. But she's their leader, even though she's average as hell, as the aliens thought, until she led the revolt. Basic like, mm -hmm. is badass. That's what I said. And they also make note of that. Like she's, they call her a savage fighter. They weren't expecting that. Because they're like, yo, you basic. Pretty much. They they didn't realize what they got themselves into. So. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. And your 1940s submission? Your essay? I mentioned earlier, or not earlier, the last episode that I had an animal. Yes. This was one of the animals. The other one was 1939. So mm -hmm. I was like, I can't. I'll do that next time. Whenever we. We do the 30s. We. we revisit that or, the, or animals or animals in general exactly yeah. yes what do you call a feline femme on a herbal high pussy catnip Stop. <laughs> that's so bad have you did you see this no did you, you, i didn't see this the name alone. pussy catnip pussy catnip i'm done see this is the nonsense like this is what we're talking about i was like i must Pussy Catnip was a hat check girl turned chanteuse at the Kit Kat nightclub of Mutttown, but also performed as a torch singer in her own spot, the Catnip Cafe. Singing on the front stage and working the back, she would literally smell trouble lurking, with the usual wild pack of criminals and bullies, roughhousing, and local thugs, Boss and Muggsy, clashing <laughs> with her fighter fighter boyfriend, George. Oh. Listen. Who was a dog? Wait a minute. Uh -huh. This is a singing cat? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Named Pussy Catnip. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Continue. I thought it was like a girl who turned into a cat, but it's like, no, no this is a is, singing cat. It is a singing cat. Whose boyfriend is a dog? He's a firefighter named George. Oh, uh, where was it? Yes. The bullying and roughhousing uh, was more than enough reasons to take things into her own paws. And just before she did, she would always take a swig of catnip fizz, which was a secret family cocktail that transformed pussy catnip into a ferocious feline. It boosted her strength, intelligence, artistry, and clairvoyance to predict her assailant's moves. The fizz did wear off, though, so she would need to continuously drink her way into vigilanteism. So she's an alcoholic? Basically. Okay. So she usually carried a flask or hid bottles of catnip in various places so it was, you know, always within reach. Essentially, catnism. She's trying to make alcoholism, catnipism, uh, borderline catnip dependence. <laughs> yep. She would even give shots of this catnip fizz to other characters like Madame Le Future to help her gain her psychic abilities back, but temporarily, and to George, so him and Buckaroo, their horse, could win horse races. Um, the cat and dog own a horse? Yep. Okay. They entered her horse, uh, 
for a race in which the grand prize was a thousand dollar purse. And in that race, Muggsy actually stole the rest of her catnip fizz to get his horse Swayback, in which they won first place, and George and Buck in second. But once Pussy Catnip realized what they had done, she ratted them out and they went to jail. And George and Buck were deemed the real winners because no one uses catnip fizz to win except Pussy and her game. In this weirdo world of characters with human bodies and animal heads, it was interesting. It was an interesting attempt for humorous animals becoming superheroes. Other companies like Disney, Warner Brothers, and MGM saw success in the comedic animal business, but not so much for Fox Comics with Pussycat. The so-called poor artwork by Lem Short was off-putting to most readers, so Pussycatnip didn't last more than a few years literally like two, two and a half, three years. It might have been uh, the odd facial expressions and strange choice of proportions that put readers off. To me, that was just an artist's style, mm -hmm. just in front of, you know, the wrong audience. Uh, but part of the problem could have been the subtle and not so subtle risque artwork, vulgar puns, and double entendres. Like the line, what are your plans for busting this ting up, boss? We are going to gum up the works. Here, take a stick. Start chewing. Or lines like, such a wise pussy. So calm, so cool, so collected. What a wonderful pussy. Meow, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> cringe. Cringe, 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 cringe. At the time, there was a demand for more female leads in comics, and maybe with the success of Catwoman, Pussy Catnip may have been trying to be the cocktail-swigging version of her, swapping out the black tight leather suit with a strapless evening gown. Regardless, she eventually became a hidden gem with modern-day readers, where she was ranked ninth in the Huffington Post list of badass comic book heroines. A revival of her character and story today would probably find itself on, like, Adult Swim. Yeah, I can see that. Sing, drink, get the bad guys, save a life, rinse and repeat. That's all Pussy Catnip wanted to do. Keeping her and her gang safe, entertained, with their glasses full. That's hilarious. This is what it looks like. It's a little much. Yes. To have That's a, very a long human neck. body, long neck, like really chubby cheeks, chipmunk face. Yeah. It's... But then it, check this up. Okay. That's a character bending over another character who's standing directly behind, behind him. him. Yep. I see it. Right? Yep. I see it. Have you ever seen like the old, old Wonder Woman comics? No. The lot they... of bondage. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's I a mean, lot of whipping, like spankings. And that's what, that's what that made me think of. I mean, look at her. Yeah, she's an alcoholic. Literally an alcoholic <laughs> cat. She's an alcoholic. She can, she's an alcoholic cat that's cat. enabling other people to become alcoholics <laughs> with her. And the thing is, like, catnip is like cat drugs. Exactly. So she, <laughs> she's taking. She's a drug dealer she's as well. It's an alcoholic. It's like this is this is why this we is, do this. <laughs> like, I would have never found never known this about pussy wonderful catnip. Jen, pussy catnip. Catnip with a K, too. I know. Catnip Cafe with two Ks. Oh, God. Kid Cat Nightclub <laughs> with two Ks. Yeah. Like, this guy, there's not that much on Len Short, if that is even the person's real name or pen mm -hmm. name. I'm not sure. So I'm intrigued to know what went through his or her, I don't know, uh, their head, because that's kind of creepy. Obviously, I see 
the bits about like Catwoman and but they went very literal. Yeah. With the Catwoman. And the uh, Lem short just had an imagination that just wasn't clicking. Yeah. With that time. Audience. Yeah. Because if you see this now, I'm sure it's going to be like a cult Someone. Oh my god, what's classic. that ba- cartoon called? Uh, Bojack Horseman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of vibes I get. The proportions are a lot, but... <laughs> it's just so weird. I love it. It's so weird. Since her first name is Pussy, mm-hmm. they just use the word Pussy, pussy a, lot. a lot. But the thing is, usually if it's a name... You capitalize the P. Yes. All of what I read, like those proper quotes, yeah. it's a lowercase P. See? Okay. See, that's where it's different. Yes. That's different. Because you know what they're doing. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit, you know? They could have they could have done a little better. I'm thinking of, like, that James Bond character. Oh, Pussy yeah. Galore. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. What year was that? I have no clue. Oh, wait, wait. Dang. What's his name on, on uh, My Favorite Murder? Steven! We haven't. Sorry, I just yelled it at you because that's what they do. Yeah, we need a Steven. We do. And it has to be a person with two syllables. <laughs> so you can go like Trevor. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Trevor, if you're out there, we're waiting for you. Exactly. Come be the Steven to our uh, Georgia and Karen. Yeah. Or um, I listened to another podcast where their Steven is called Kimmy on the Keys. Oh, yeah. That's cute. We don't have anyone. No. God, just yams. <laughs> yes. Just yams. The dog wonder. Yeah. She's gonna get her own costume. Or not costume, comic. Yes. Where she just farts and barks. That's like the best That's dog it. life ever. I wonder where this comic was positioned on like comic book stand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like you would just the walk by. Yeah. Like, you're just like, what? Pussy Pussy, sorry, pussy catnip. Yeah, the designs are usually the the loudest visual thing is mm-hmm. the name of the character. Exactly. Um, or the name of the comic book, book, which may or may not be the character's name. So imagine like flipping through and then you just <laughs> see the bigger pussy catnip. I mean, that's essentially what I saw when I was like, what is You're that? like, what's this? And it drew your attention. Yes. Like, I bet you, they see, they know what they're doing. They, they figured out how to sell comics. They didn't actually. She didn't last <laughs> very long. But was that because of the really uh, weird yeah. drawing? I think it just was ahead of its time. Yeah. You walk into a vintage store in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and you see this pussy catnip. I'm You're sure, going to pick it up. Yeah. I want all the issues. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Whoever Len Short was mm-hmm. just wasn't in the right time. Yes. Usually these comics were marketed towards kids, so I'm sure also parents were like, you're not buying that. <laughs> comic book that where the down. main character is yeah. an alcoholic and a druggie, yep. literally. Yep. Who also is in the arts. Yeah. No parent wants their child <laughs> in the arts. Exactly. <laughs> Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> You want to be an enter? You want to be a singer? No. Oh God, in a nightclub. Shut your down. Yep. Singer in a exactly. nightclub. Oh. Parents. It's actually the parents' fault. <laughs> they're that like, pussy no. Pussy cabinet wasn't successful. No. They're like, no. Because they're the ones that's paying for yeah. this five cent or how much it was. In fact, that sounds right. A five cent comic. Two women again. Two women. Yes. 
one's in space and the other is half cat. Half cat, half, well, just cat face. Just cat face. Cat face, cat heart. Yeah. Human body. Yeah. Oh God, so weird. That, that was the problem. It was just too weird. Parents are like, uh, no. On top of everything else. They probably read the line, take a stick and start chewing <laughs> with this these characters literally bent over in front of each other. They, were, they literally looked at it and they're like, this is subversive. Mm -hmm. And we're done. There's <laughs> also, like, I actually, it's hard to find a lot of these old comic books available online. Yes. So when I actually found a few, I literally read through all of them. Yeah. I mentioned how that she gave the catnip because she drug mm -hmm. So yes. she gave some to other characters. And Madame La Future spelled F E W T C H E R. Eat sure. <laughs> she it went kind of dark. She was holding a knife and was going to kill herself. Oh, so there's su- okay. So yeah, there, there no. is like <laughs> subtle suicide. Like, that's a lot for a kid to like yeah. grab and like, I want to read this. Your, your nine-year-old's like, mom, yeah. mom. Yeah, and basically <laughs> she was like, she's a psychic. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, I lost my psychic powers. No one will ever hire me. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> she's also very dramatic. Yes, and you know, pussy catnip came to the rescue like, no, stop. Here's oh, catnip. Here's yeah, essentially here's some here's some catnip fizz and it'll fix all your problems. Only problem is you gotta keep drinking it. So she's just out here creating alcoholics. It's but... very strange. <laughs> you solved it's... one problem by creating another. Yes. Yours is like super basic, but super strong, <laughs> yeah, and mine's like... an alcoholic. Yeah. Making everyone else an alcoholic. Exactly. In a good way. I mean. It's only really? when you need it. You it's only when, when you need it. it. Just, just let me get this hit. Like, mm -hmm. just a little bit. It's, I, I can quit anytime. Yeah, that's that was actually quite entertaining. Wasn't the other one we did entertaining? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. But I didn't know where you were going with um. It's an oh. animal. It's an. Oh like, yeah, that's why last time I was like animal. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, what? The cat's meow. Oh, <laughs> oh, so well, she You're went welcome. for it. You're very well. She went for it, and we're done. That that really, 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 really bad. Don't look that way. <laughs> Emphasize bad towards the microphone. I had to. little play on words that she did. We're gonna end with that. Yes. Because I mean, there's nowhere to go from there. All right, nowhere to go. Only forward enough. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yes, Futura, Pussy Catnip. There are 1940s gals, mm -hmm. and we're, we're done now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean. We're, we're going to figure out how to end these. We really are. Or maybe we won't. We That's did. fine, too. Yeah, but didn't we, though? We did. And then we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> So next week we're doing 1950s. Yeah, we're doing next uh, 1950s, and that episode should be out on time because we're actually gonna record that right after this one. Yeah, cause don't tell no. Don't yes. Wait, what? At least they know it's coming soon. Keep the illusion. The illusion of like not getting one for like six weeks. Audiences know that podcasts usually record <laughs> batch. 
so that they can have upload a life. it. <laughs> exactly. And upload it on time. The first one was just like we got it out there, mm -hmm. and then someone went cross country, and then she came back, and it is, it is like the holiday season. It so is, yeah. so we need to we need to cut these out exactly. So you have something at least you'll have something for Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And New Year's because it's only a week away. We already got Dang. those. I know. I spoke to someone on like a customer service person on the phone. They were like, oh, well, we can't do it this week, but maybe next week. And I was like, oh, but isn't it a short week for the holiday? And then she literally went, shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry? And she's like, are you joking? Like she raised her voice. She's like, are you joking? Yes. It is not Christmas. Oh my God, it's Christmas. And I was like, wow, this yes. lady. I get it. I get it so much. Like when you're in customer service, you forget. Like days mean nothing to you because you're usually not on a regular nine to five schedule. You're not thinking about, oh, it's the 15th or it's the 20th or whatever. So holidays just sneak up on you and you're like, oh. Also, this year went by fast. It did. It's, I mean, last year was like 17 years in one, and this year just, just flew like by. Yeah, it still feels like May, and the year's over in... The weather is also like May. <laughs> it is! I wore a light jacket today, which is not gr I wore great for December. I'm not, this is, it scares me a little because it feels like January and February are going to be brutal. Like it's gonna so be everything's shifted. Yeah, months. exactly. So that's what it's gonna be brutal this winter. I'm not looking forward to that. Winter, spring. Yeah, winter, mm -hmm. spring. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be. I I think it was like 50 degrees today when I went out. Yes, yeah. light jacket. You know, 50 degree weather <laughs> in San Francisco is frigid. It Let is. me tell you, I was in the park wearing shorts and a denim shirt. Yeah. And everyone was looking at me like, what the hell are you wearing? See, it's cold outside. Because <laughs> because when you're from the East Coast, you have a different pers you know, perspective on and they weather. Knew I wasn't from Yeah. There. Seriously. I lived out in LA and it would be again fifty-five degrees and they'd bring out like parkas and beanies and like you know, like snow pants were <laughs> while they're ordering their avocado. Yeah, while they're ordering, yeah, because no one has a job there either. No, they seriously, these people do not work. It's mind boggling. Everything is always busy, there's always traffic. It's like no one has a job at all. And they're... now everyone still has no job, yeah, <laughs> but they all have a car. Yeah. So I assume the traffic is worse. Oh my god. That's like traffic here. I can't. It makes like me physically angry. It takes three hours to go 15 miles. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I'm like, please guys, go home. I beg you. <laughs> Thank you. They don't want to go home. They're just driving around. I know. That's what it is. That's what they, yeah, they're just driving around. I was like, you know what? I wish. If I could be home, I would be home. No. That's why we're in my bathroom, because <laughs> we don't want to go anywhere. We just wanted to be in here. Exactly. That's perfect. All right, all right. So we're going to wrap this up. I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. <laughs> and this was Not, Not So, so super. super.